everyone. Thanks for uh, listening to another episode, uh, especially when I have this crazy of a schedule currently right now. So uh, recently, which is just maybe a few days ago when I just heard this news, uh, the film that I'm about to review hits uh, digital already. So you can watch this in any streaming, uh, in a- any area you're at. But the particular film I'm talking about is uh, 2022's last year's film. Uh, called The Fablements. It is a coming-of-age uh, drama directed none other than Steven Spielberg himself, uh, who also co-wrote and co-produced uh, with it uh, with Tony uh, Kessner. Uh, this is actually kind of weird to mention about this one because this particular film is literally a, a loose based uh, storyline based off a filmmaker from early on to adolescent. So it's basically something really close to a real life story to speak of. Uh, Gabriel LaBelle is the main character who plays Sammy, uh, Sam uh, Fableman, who is literally the star of the movie. Uh, and we all know him best for being uh, young Julian McKee in American Gigolo, uh, but for one of his earlier roles or so, be a few years ago, uh, called The Predator. Uh, he plays E.G. in that. Along with the other stars, uh, we have Michelle Williams, whom we all know her to be the, uh, the late wife uh, for one of amazing, uh, amazing actor. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, forgive me, the, the name should not have escaped me, uh, but uh, she was in Brokeback Mountain. She starred in many other films other than now recent, but for me, I know her from being in Dawson's Creek, which is a young TV series, ironically dealing with a young filmmaker, <laughs> and she was literally the girl next door. Uh, Paul Dano, uh, we know him from last year's movie, The Batman. He played the Riddler in that one. Seth Rogen. I think it's enough said on Seth Rogen's career, but just to refresh, uh, he did The Green Hornet, was one of the movies that he probably mistaken to do. Uh, the interview with James Franco uh, and... Oh, oh. Man, I am already bad with names. Uh, and uh, recently, he uh, he kind of helped out with put, putting out some stops for a, a lot of films. Uh, one of them, uh, in this is the end. Uh, of course, another Franco, but had um, had many other stars in there. Uh, Judd Hirsch, uh, we know this fine gentleman uh, being. Uh, an older gentleman. Uh, he did uh, Independence Day, Independence Day Resurgence as the uh, father to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, a TV series long ago, uh, Taxi, he was literally a um, taxi driver with many other characters in that one. Uh, but for this one, he uh, he's in the supporting role on being the, uh, I think, grandfather of, of the whole uh, family. Now, the reason why this particular film caught my eye uh, for this one is actually a loosely based real-life story of none other than the director himself, Steven Spielberg. And he decided to put this together like early as, and I kid you not, 1999. That's like roughly like a good two, three decades to have this idea and be in a screenplay titled I'll Be Home with his sister Anne. 
uh, co-writing the script. And of course, this is like literally something totally like passion for him to do. But he has a lot of reserves to put this off the site. So this was literally something in the making that he had to put together uh, that kept collecting dust, collecting dust. But at the same time, it's like it's something that he had in his repertoire for you filmmakers out there. Uh, it doesn't hurt to actually have a backup uh, script or idea or concept and hold on to it until some sort of studio head or the right moment that you can actually put this together. You can literally just put your your story out there. And what Steven Spielberg did, he literally waited uh, nearly a few decades in order for this to happen. And this was an idea that accumulated after the pandemic and all that. So it's really like original story upon the loose <laughs> original story. So, of course, um, he had to make sure that everything was right, everything was good. And then... Finally, uh, as early as 2020 or 22, give or take, he literally filmed this and put it into the Toronto International Film Festival, or TIFF, uh, which definitely did premiere right there in September, months before the release of it as well. And, of course, uh, this did get a lot of uh, awareness uh, for... It had nominations currently for uh, the Golden Globes for Best Motion Picture in Drama and Best Director. Now, uh, to basically tell the story, just be keep in mind that this is a this is literally someone's life uh, that we're going to see, and definitely something to look forward to on having a lot of things going. So, uh, bear with me. This is a long, long speech, but it's something to look forward to. So, let's go ahead and jump into the plot of how this began. Uh, in the middle of the night of January 10th of 1952, uh, in Haddon's Township, New Jersey, a Jewish company uh, by Mitzi and Bert Freeman take their young son, Sammy, to see none other than Cecil B. DeMille's the greatest show on earth. Even though he's been dazzled by the scene and that includes a crash, uh, Sammy decides to ask for a model set for Hanukkah, which he uh, class crashes one late one night later. Uh, Mitzi, understanding Sammy's intention, allows him to sh- film another crash scene uh, with uh, his father's 8mm camera. And then Sammy began began filming regularly, kind of became a regiment for him to understand. He involved not other than his family, but also his sisters involved with the shooting. Uh, Bert then, Bert, which is Sammy's dad, got a new job, which they find themselves uh, going to Arizona uh, early in 1957. Which, of course, this is the intent of Mitzi's, uh, you know, recommendation or so. Uh, They move over there, but now we're seeing a young, somewhat mature Sammy uh, starting to make films with his friends during the Boy Scout things. And then he began to utilize the post-production effects and then later earn out of the uh, whole... uh, 
Boy Scout thing, uh, badge for photography. Later, uh, they went on a camping trip with uh, Sammy for capturing footage of the whole vacation until one night uh, his mother danced in her nightgown in the dark. Uh, his dad asked him to film uh, his mother dancing and Sammy responds that he didn't have enough light which definitely uh, a family friend Benny uh, decided to turn on the headlights uh, enough lighting but backlighting for his mom's uh, silhouette to be danced sadly uh, after here, after doing that shortly that his her mom's mom uh, passed away leaving uh, her especially distraught riding him with enough filming equipment uh, for editing uh, Bird recommends that Sammy should turn the camping trip footage into a film in an effort to cheer up his mother, emphasizing that it should include her dancing. Uh, Sammy did object over the scheduling of the next film, but his dad, who sees Sammy's passion for filming as nothing but a hobby, argues that the home film is more important. So, the next morning, uh, the Fablemans did receive a visit from his mo- her mom, his mom, Uncle Boris, who used to be a, uh, a circus uh, act as a lion tamer, former lion tamer, but now filmmaker or film worker, uh, that he speaks to Sammy about the compromise of his family with the car, telling them that the a- both aspect will continue... Uh, at to be the odds of one another, which is literally conflicting one another. That would be having, you know, your family shown into a different light, but at the same time showing your art and how it, it's perceived in doing so. So it, it's like totally something weird, but even so, something that Sammy should consider that he's not only doing something different, he's doing something ever so more. So, uh, he began, after his uncle left, uh, Sammy did begin editing the, the home, home movie for the whole thing to find evidence that, um, his mom, his mom and his business partner having some relations, uh, which was caught in footage. So after the harassing treatment between his mother and Benny, uh, Sammy and his mom had an argument which results her to uh, strike her, strike him in a fit of rage uh, pretty much causing like a bruising on the side so literally he showed his mom the compiling footage though he promised to keep it a secret between the both of them uh, his father then got promoted from work, uh, requiring his family to move to another than California. But in order to uh, keep uh, the marriage intact, uh, Benny has to stay in Phoenix, but not before uh, Sammy's uh, new film, uh, new film camera came in. But Sammy refused because he allows. Uh, Sammy to pay him 35 bucks for the camera, which he will never use the camera. After leaving, uh, after leaving there to arrive in California to to new neighborhood in school, he became a target for two students 
who are literally going after Sammy. And he began dating this uh, devotee uh, Christian girl. Uh, as, as you know, a new way of life in a way. Uh, during dinner with the Fablemans, uh, Monica, who's the uh, devoted Christian, uh, suggested that Sammy film the ditch day at the beach, something that Sam, Sammy did consider and eventually accept to do so after Monica tells him that her father owns a 16mm uh, Anna Aeroflex camera that he can actually use. Now, keep in mind, uh, 8mm and 16mm are two different styles and sizes uh, for the films. Uh, what it's, what you see in, in projections now, you literally have a bigger reel, and that makes it even a bigger uh, style on the size of how long the footage can be, how much of editing you can do. It pretty much opened to Sammy a whole new avenue of filming. So, after moving from a rental to a newly purchased home, uh, his mo- his parents uh, announced that they're separating. And pretty much leaving the whole family disarrayed and all that. But, even so, uh, Sammy at prom declared his love for his girlfriend and asked her to come with him to Hollywood after high school. Uh, unable to uh, throw away... Her plans to go to Texas A&M University, she broke up with Sammy and leaving him uh, dispositioned. The film day uh, that he filmed uh, was played right in front of of Sammy's peers, which received a eruptious response. Uh, The film apparently to praise Logan and Vallis uh, Vile Levi um, Chad. Uh, Logan confronts Sammy confused over the positive portrayal in the film, and the two reach an understanding until, you know, Chad pretty much attacks Sammy, which Logan had to get Chad off of him. In the next morning, uh, his mom and himself talked about a future together, uh, leaving, uh, leaving an idea that she's not giving up love for Benny which she's basically telling him not to give up his love of filmmaking. Which, that's true if... And, and it's weird to say this, but, you know, if any parent uh, wishes their children best of luck and best of love and the passion that they love, they would encourage that whatever they're going through to literally just, like, go for it. Don't tell no one that you're going to stop. Don't do that to yourself. Don't tell yourself negative things but a positive feeling that you should go for what you get go what you got and believe me this is actually kind of funny for the next few scenes that i'm going to say so the following year uh sammy did live with his dad in hollywood but unable to find the uh, work in the field sammy decided to drop out of college uh but bert his dad um begrudgingly accept the passion of his son and this is after seeing uh, a photograph with Mitzi and Benny together telling him to keep on his path if it makes him happy I'll tell you one thing if a parent tells you if it makes you happy take it 
because that was that's literally something that you have to look forward to because if you're not happy whatever you're going after don't go for it because that's going to make you miserable like hell you know it's like me with this podcast if i'm passionate to speak and talk uh go for it because i'm literally putting myself out there and i do thank you uh from the bottom of my heart to come out to hear me talk about this film so uh one day uh sammy did receive a letter a an important letter by the way from none other than the and i kid you not this is literally a network here uh cbs uh which i'm trying to remember the abbreviation for that one which is the uh uh the columbia broadcast system or commercial broadcast system or co uh you know and then you know how how it turns out right now uh so they offer him to work on a sitcom called and yes this is actually a true true series oh, logan's heroes <laughs> Uh, knowing that Sammy has far more interesting in filmmaking, and a, a network executive in, invites Sammy to meet a famous film director, John Ford, which is one of the greatest filmmaking influence, and I kid you not, literally one amazing influence filmmaker that you've ever seen his work, and just offering, you know, the ideas. So he points out to Sammy, like, what do you think of the framing? And this newly invigorated Sammy walks through the studio back lot and like grabs an idea of what I, what he's seen. And even so it's just, it's, he's taking advice from John Ford. Like, what do you think? What's this scene is? What do you see this like photo is? What does it make you feel? Literally it is filmmaker one-on-one that if you're taking a photo and you're showing attention behind the photo, you're literally trying to tell your audience that this is something that you are looking forward to, but also at the same time, something that you're interested in telling them. And trust me, I've talked with a lot of wonderful and delightful influenced people that I've known uh, throughout my life. So, yeah, it's, it's really easy to describe the scene, but it's hard to tell the story of the scene in a way. But trust me, it is something to take advice for. And uh, what Sammy does in this film, he's literally walking the back lot of the studio uh, with a camera film horizontal in the sight. Contrary to Ford's advice, before ending by taking the advice and reframing the horizon at the far bottom. And yeah, this particular film did get to me because... Um, this is something I actually did learn uh, in my film film class studies that this is something that remarkably will tell you that if you have a passion, if you have the, I don't want to say cojones, <laughs> but if you have the gut, do you have the feeling that you want to tell the story, then tell the story as you see fit, because this is something that is incredibly not only easy but also kind of hard to understand that this is something that you are passionate about. You are immensely trying to tell the story that is like boiling in your head, so to speak, you know? Anyways, uh, 
yeah, I'm going to end that episode with that idea because this is amazing job that Steven Spielberg did. And I, for one, am kind of proud that whatever I thought as a, as a film student uh, does bring to light on how a person should consider the films. Uh, if you are passionate of whatever you're at, do so by knowing that you're happy at your job and not miserable at your job. Because that's that's not right to be in any position. Like I mentioned earlier in this part of this episode, that if you love it, do it. If you don't, don't do it. Because it will make you miserable at the end. Anyways, I'm going to leave you guys with that, as well as wishing you guys the best of wellness, as best of luck, uh, whatever your part in the world, whatever time of day you're listening to this broadcast, I do graciously thank you from the bottom of my heart to yours. Uh, I do thank you for listening, and until the next episode, uh, catch you around. See ya. guys listen uh there's many things changing to these uh episodes so yeah i'm currently able to be listened to and get this uh, i've been able to be listened to amazon music now as well as apple Podcasts, Castbox, google's play uh google podcasts with uh, pocket cast radio public a little bit of spotify and uh i actually recently started doing uh you know, Twitch channels. Uh, so yeah, if you could find me through uh, Lone Tech X, you'd be able to see some of my gameplay right there as well. But at the same time, listen to some of my podcasts uh, outside while I'm still delivering some news. Yes, I'm still trying to do other things other than just this, but just for the time being, you can listen to not only this episode, well, all the other past episodes I've done before I've done Twitch. So, uh, once again, you can guys find me at, and this is actually the uh, head, uh, the head page for this, which is anchor.fm slash edcast20. That is anchor.fm forward slash E-D-C-A-T-C-S-T, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, it's literally uh, EdCast20, which is uh, E-D-C-A-S-T-2-0, which you guys can hear, hear me from there. You can look at there, and you can leave me a message, as well as find the uh, website that's connected at all. So, yeah, here you go. Take care.